it's essentially the same unappreciative crowd full of scumbags from last night. Welcome to a special episode of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. This is just going to be a quick preview of the Evolution pay-per-view that's going to happen on the WWE Network later on this evening. As I record this, we are just under two hours away from that happening. And we have a quick call-in from Gord. And we're going to uh, run down the card and give our view of what to expect or what we hope to see during this event along with some insight of our own personal perspective. I hope you enjoy the show, and be sure to uh, join us on Facebook and post your predictions in our Scumbags Wrestling group. And join me later on tonight in another episode as I run down what happened at Comic-Con, along with a few uh, snippets of interviews and a look at what's happening in WWE as it pertains to Crown Jewel. Depending on timing, it might actually come out Monday morning and will include some results from Evolution. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, wrestling fans and scumbags, it's time to support Cody Diener and his Giver for Charity event. October is National Bully Prevention Month, and he's been partnered with Fear the Fighter and sold their merchandise with proceeds going to their campaign to bully kids in self-defense classes. He's personally going to pick these kids as he's heard stories from their parents and going to help them fight back. We here at the Scumbags Wrestling always enjoy helping out Cody whenever we can, and this month is no different. We're going to be selling the raffle tickets again for the shirt that was autographed at the April 29th Smash Wrestling event at the London Music Hall. It was signed by all the talent that were on hand, and we're going to raffle that off and do the draw on October 28th at the end of London Comic Con. Tickets are just 3 for $5 or 10 for $10. And you can uh, reach out to me at the Scumbags Wrestling website at scumbags.ca over on our Facebook page or email me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. All tickets sold and 100% of the proceeds are going to go to Cody Diener as Giver for Charity event. Let's 
help National Bully Prevention Month and get these kids the help they need. I'm sure all of us at one point or another have been bullied or know somebody who has been. So get your tickets today and support Cody Diener and this great cause. social change this is the place to do it it took every woman from the day wwe started having women's wrestling until now and i was like i hope that one day i get to change the way people look at us i want to make women's wrestling the coolest thing on tv it's not like you're a girl you can't do this no you go in there like wonder woman and you're gonna conquer times have changed to know how important it really is it's so empowering just for us now it's for the deepest to come you can do anything you just have to believe in yourself hey how you doing gord how about how you doing sean doing well just uh going to do a quick uh, podcast involving uh tonight's evolution pay-per-view yep and uh look and see what uh, opinions are all right so tonight, Evolution starts at, uh, I believe, 7 o'clock on WD Network. It's supposed is there to be a pre- no pre-show? Right. Is there a pre-show? There might be a pre-show uh, before that, so maybe that's when the pre-show is. Uh, it's all supposed to be done by 10.30, as there's a okay. Matt Hardy, House of Hardy Halloween special. On the network. Go on. All right. So there's only like seven matches that have been announced. Uh, hopefully there's going to be a few more uh, because really it's kind of weak on the uh, pay-per-view front and lineup, especially after how hyped up it was for uh, the fanfare of bringing it as the greatest thing to come along in WWE. But yep. uh, they had started off as uh, two singles matches with Trish and Lita. Now it's been combined into a tag team match. And I guess Alexa Bliss is injured. And so Alicia Fox is going to take her place and team with Mickey James. So the te- uh, first right. match I'm going to mention is Lita and Trish against Mickey James and Alicia Fox. What's your thoughts? Uh, well, at first, when Alexa Bliss was involved, I thought it would be somewhat like a good match overall, somewhat helping her and still giving Trish and Lita their you know, comeback moment, I guess. Now it's almost like it's going to be a squash match of sorts. I don't see any shining star moments for Alicia or Mickey. So I feel like it's just going to be like a, hey, we're Trish and Lita. Let's have a good little fun time out here. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. Sorry, I just uh, switched into the headset. Um, hopefully you can hear me better. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in agreement with that. Uh, I think of all four ladies Mickey James is probably going to end up carrying it more because, unfortunately, Trish hasn't gotten over with the fans since coming back. And Lita didn't seem like she could move too much when she was doing the Royal Rumble. And then you got Alicia Fox. 
who, for inexplicable <laughs> reasons, has been around for 10 years. But she's probably going to take the pinfall, but Mickey James will probably carry most of the match, is my thought. Unless, uh, unless something happens that I can't really see, but somebody comes out for some reason or another that we don't expect and then, you know, interferes in the match or something. Other than that, just going to be, I think, a straightforward – no, I wouldn't say a squash match, but pretty much a squash match. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I hear you on that because it's – the nostalgia hasn't really popped much, and with a, Alexa out, it kind of put it further down the line of excitement, uh, which also goes to the other one that isn't overly exciting – um, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Natalia taking on the Riot, uh, Riot Squad. Easy for you to say. Um, and for something as big as the first ever women's WWE pay-per-view, Bailey and Sasha are relegated to a six-woman tag match. But I think in this match here is when it's going to start now again. The imploding of the Bailey and Sasha friendship, and to make them have a bigger match at a, at a, at a later time, like a WrestleMania or something. Yeah, that's what I was kind of uh, hoping. Like, um, I posted my predictions uh, a little while ago on Facebook, and picked the Riot Squad to win because of that same reason that maybe they're going to finally pull the trigger on uh, Bailey and Sasha, and there's your Survivor Series match or something. Well, they've had neither of those have have been doing anything on Raw in the past few weeks. Like basically, Bailey's been hanging around with Finn Balor for the mixed match thing, but other than that, they haven't really been doing anything. So I think there's a possibility that they restart that feud again tonight. Yeah, and then Sasha was off apparently with either an injury or was burned out and wanted to go home. Whichever. And that could be a good way to storyline write that in tonight and says you know you didn't look look you didn't call me or whatever when i was injured or at home or whatever checked in on me you know he's not my friend or whatever anything you know walks off the yeah. turnbuckle or something off the apron and leaves something's gonna happen tonight whether it's full-blown turn by one of them or whether it's gonna be like leading into it again i feel like it has to be full-blown this time because they they led into it last time and then they kept leading into it and then leading into it and then they did the whole rehab thing and or whatever counseling, and then nothing really came of it, and it went stale. So they have yeah, to. Do it this like time. you can only start and stop something so many times before people get tired of it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's go to the NXT title. Kerry Zane will defend against Shayna Baszler. Uh, they fought each other. I think this is number four at least. They were the uh, yeah. finishers of the. May Young Classic last year, and so they're still going at it against each other a year later, except for Carrie has the title. Uh, well, I did my picks on Facebook right after you, and I picked Baszler only because I think she's dominant. Like, I don't like her at all, but I think she's dominant, and like, she's that's kind of the way a lot of the champions are now, is with her attitude like that. And, and the only way I see her not winning. As if they have immediate plans for her to come to the main roster and possibly start doing some four horsewomen or, or uh, four UFC women type stuff. Yeah, I can you see know? that. And, and that's, I think, why I picked uh, Carrie Zane. And then she can move on to, like, Bianca Belair, who uh, would probably be the next in line for the title. 
And then you have to bring up Shayna Baszler to the main roster. And then you got two of the four uh, horsewomen of the UFC up on the main roster. And eventually they could get all four of them there because the other two, which their names elude me at the moment, but they have apparently taken really well to the training and, you know, just timing to get them up there and then having to get the other four back together. I think that's going to be a very likely angle or storyline at WrestleMania is the four horsewomen versus the four whatever. Unless they choose to go with, you know, not putting the four horsewomen back together and putting like a team of like Natalia and the Bellas or something like that together to face these four. You know what I mean? But I don't see the attack happening on Ronda tonight. I think Ronda wins the belt tonight, keeps or retains her belt tonight, I mean, and goes forward and then down the road Somebody's going to turn on Ronda, whether it's one of the four horsewomen, whether it's Natty, whether it's Nia Jax coming back out and hitting her. Something's going to happen to her where Shayna up here. So I think there's still time right now for Shayna to win back the belt in NXT, carry it for another month or so. You know, whatever. Maybe go into a few with Bianca or even Candice LeRae or something. And then come up when it's time. Yeah, because it's odd timing because everybody's also are telegraphing that the main event for WrestleMania 35 is going to be the first women's main event and have Charlotte against Ronda and you can't really have Ronda lose anything between now and WrestleMania because then she could say she's undefeated going in there and then against Charlotte who is God knows how many times by the time WrestleMania comes uh, champion and so there's that build up still six months away but you never know if they're going to stick to that I just plan. don't. It might happen, or it might be, if it's a main event, or it might not be a main event, but it'll be definitely high on the card. But I just don't see the way the card for tonight's laid out, any of those storylines intertwining tonight and, like, starting tonight, other than the one I said about Bailey and Sasha. But I see, that's why I think, like, does her thing tonight, Shayna does her thing tonight. I don't see those storylines somehow affecting one another. Yeah. So, since we've been talking about Rhonda, how about oh. we, uh, yo, what's up? I'm still here. Are you still there? I hear you, but it's kind of weird. Okay, that's weird. Are you there? I can hear you, but it's all silent. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I can hear you now, good. Okay. So, anyways, we'll uh, move forward, and uh, since we've been talking about Rhonda, how about uh, Ronda defending the Raw Women's Championship against Nikki Bella with uh, Brie in her corner? I see Ronda winning, but I, uh, it would be pretty cool. I don't know, I'm not really a Nikki Bella fan either, but it would be pretty cool to have her go beat Ronda and then have full heel like Nikki Bella type style. Because I think part of the reason why I'm not a big Nikki Bella fan is because of the last few years with all this John Cena lovey-dovey crap. And I feel like when it was the Bellas in the early days and they were heels and they had that twin magic stuff, I just loved that. I ate that up like crazy. And if she was if she was to have a nice heel run again, I would be, you know, supportive of that. Totally. Yeah, I could see that. Unfortunately, I'm the same way, like the whole Nikki Bella and John Cena kind of yeah. But oddly enough, Bree and Brian, not a problem. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that either. See, I I, I think that I don't like their lovey-dovey crap either. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. I, I don't care. I, I think it's the way Nikki comes off, like, really arrogant as opposed to how Brie is. I don't know. Nikki comes off as very arrogant, but she also comes off as very ditzy. And Daniel and, 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 and Brie, I don't – they just kind of bug me a little bit. Like, I don't care who's married to who, but I don't really need to know about – all their life stories when we're not wrestling and stuff. I know that's the way the world is now and that's the network and all this other stuff, but yeah. I mean, I don't really give a crap about any of that kind of stuff. Same here. That's why I don't even watch Total Bellas or Trilla Divas or anything like that. It's just like, okay, a lot of that is uh, pre- I know there's a market for determined. it. Yeah, I know there's a market for it, but I don't really care about it. So I guess we're both on agreement that uh, Ronda's going to uh, retain on that one? Yeah. Or, yeah, or are you yeah, going next year like- with Nikki? No, I'm going Ronda, but I but I do I would like a, a full heel Nikki to come out on top. That would be cool, but I'm going to go Ronda. And the May Young Classic Finals got finally uh, revealed uh, this past week, and it's Iro Shirai taking on Tony Storm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watched the classic a little bit. I don't know other than the matches and, and the brackets there. I don't know a lot about either of those wrestlers other than Tony Storm's in the UK division as well, the NXT UK division. But yeah. uh, I, I'm picking her for because I only because I think I, I mean I don't know how I, there's lots of variables for me. I think they've had up uh, up you know a lot of people coming over from the Asian wrestling scene in the last little while, whether it be Kyrie Sane, Oscar, whatever. A bunch of them were in the May Young Classic, so I don't think they're gonna do that again. You know, another winner, another winner like like that, or you know, and then uh, but, but I think Tony Storm. Kind of because they they're trying to branch into that UK stuff and bring it you know over they cross into NXT once in a while. I think you see her win, only because it's something a little bit different than what they've been doing the last little while. And uh, for me personally, I think like she is she is not hard on the eyes, Tony Storm. I'll tell you that. Very true. <laughs> I think somebody posted when I uh, uh, put it up there for her birthday this past week that they thought it, at first it was sunny, and because she has that very same sort of look that uh, Tammy Sitch did back in the 90s and just of today. And, yeah, I could say she probably beats out uh, Tammy Sitch at times with her look. I think there may be so. There may be comparisons, but I don't think she, uh, that she's probably anything like Sunny. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Let's hope she doesn't have that same uh, train wreck afterwards. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yoshirai was definitely one of the hyped people to that they signed, sort of like how they did with Carrie Zane and all that. But once again, I agree with you. Tony Storm is probably going to take it. She's was one of the top contenders for the NXT Women's uh, Title when they did the tournament that they have yet to reveal uh, and show on the uh, Wednesday show. But mm-hmm. she's definitely a top contender. She was in last year's Mayon Classic. And everybody's just so impressed with her that I think she's taking it for sure that tonight. I agree. Um, so then there's the Battle Royal, which reports that I've heard uh, various places, a lot of it, people are considering it as very sloppy booking because you got all these returning people and almost all the SmackDown women's roster is in this except for Becky and Charlotte. And so it's like, oh, well, we have nothing for you. Here's a battle royal. But it has uh, Alunder Blaze, Asuka, Billy Kay, Carmella, Dina Brooke, Ember Moon, Ivory, Kelly Kelly, Lana, 
Mandy Rose, Maria Canellis, Michelle McCool, Molly Holly, Naomi, Nia Jax, Peyton Royce, Sonia Deville, Tamina, and Tori Wilson, and maybe a few extras from NXT scattered there. With the winner getting a women's title shot, they didn't say which side, obviously, because it's mixed. Who do you see possibly coming out of this? On Facebook, I my t- I picked two picks there. I picked one for Raw and one for SmackDown. So my Raw pick was if it if it ends up going as a Raw winner, it was going to be Ember Moon. Yeah. And then my uh, SmackDown pick, if it ends up being somebody off SmackDown, and this is what I hope, is Carmella. Interesting. Only I know because I, for, I only picked for, one, and I picked Oscar. I saw everyone seemed to have picked Oscar. But I feel like it's a toss-up. I feel like either Carmella or Oscar, both of them are equally right now, falling down the ladder of of, of really fast. Not like in a in a sense like that they're not good or anything like that. But in a sense that both of them were you know at the top of the prospective performances. Like Oscar, you know, had the undefeated streak, was beating everybody, was top dog. Carmella ends up cashing in and, and she has her run and, you know, she's top of the world. And now, you know, you very rarely see Oscar and then Carmella's, you know, doing dance breaks on true TV, which is fine. She gets, it gets ratings and everyone has a laugh and stuff and it's good. But I mean, both of them were at the top of their, the diva division or women's division, sorry, at one point in recent time. And now they're, you know, struggling to stay up there. I think, I guess you could say. So I feel like either one of them needs to grasp it and, and, and win the Battle Royal and, to, and, you know, get back in that main picture. And then I feel like Ember Moon is a star on the rise who eventually is going to be a champion. So if it ends up going her way or Raw way, she gets it because obviously everybody else on Raw right now is of, uh, that's of significance is tied up in a match. Yeah, for sure. I do think it's going to come from SmackDown uh, because of how loaded that side is uh, in the Battle Royal. And kind of a surprise person that could take it could be uh, Peyton Royce if they want to her. Likely split up the Iconics. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel like things. I like them. I like them both, but I especially like Peyton, but I don't know that she's ready for a, you know, a singles run of that caliber yet. Yeah. I mean, seriously, well, see, if you think about it, if you think Becky or Charlotte carrying a feud for the next say month or so with or even longer with Peyton Royce doesn't really grab your attention right now and scream super interesting to you you know what I mean exactly it's like a uh, lower level of the Bellas with if the Iconics were to be together in that sort of role and that's not to say that those two don't have all the all the tools because they do but I'm just, it's just to say that it's just the way not, they've been presented I don't feel that that would be a star studded like oh my god I gotta see that yet type yet thing you know let them come up the, the, a little bit more and do some more stuff I just feel yeah, like they've... there's three or four guy, girls there that are hanging around the main picture and just waiting to get back in it and it's gonna have to be one of them mm-hmm yeah, with the Iconics, they've been doing well with a slow burn of their build, you know. And if there is an announcement tonight of the women's tag team division actually coming off the ground, then they do know, definitely need the Iconics to be together and a part of it. you got to wonder, too, if there is a few girls from NXT that pop up into this battle royal, who's going to be there? You know, I, I think you could see Nikki Cross. 
Candice LeRae. Candice could be another one. Uh, Beyond, oh, yeah, but and then maybe I, I don't know if it's too soon yet. But uh, what's your face? That's dating Zack Ryder. We just got oh, a contract uh, recently. Green. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Laurel Van Ness. I don't know if they're going to repackage. I assume they're going to repackage her, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, I guess if, if they could send her out, I don't know. Yeah, I saw a tweet though, also from uh, Mia Yim. And it sounded like she was going to be a part of uh, the pay-per-view somehow. And she did make her NXT debut uh, this past week. There might be a – you could even you might even see one or two girls from – that got some, you know, good good uh, time in the, in the May Young Classic. They might show up. Like, I think that little tiny girl that I was talking about on Facebook the other day, uh, her name's you know, gone in my head now too. But she could easily appear in this battle royal. She was really good. The little chick yep. from the American Ninja Warrior or whatever? Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. And once again, blank on the name. Um, so those are the matches that are announced with the bigger one that probably everybody wishes is the main event but won't be is the last women's standing match with Becky against Charlotte. What do yeah, you think I, I, I took Becky. On Facebook, I took Becky. I mean, I, 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 I thought, fuck. Frig, you know, I'm I'm gonna take Becky here, and I know how the business goes. It seems like every time I ever pick against Charlotte or anybody ever picks against Charlotte, they lose. And Charlotte seems to win all the matches when they count, you know, on all the big pay per views. It's just destined, I guess, in her, you know, name and legacy and everything. But as much as as good as it would be for Charlotte to win here and get her whatever amount next title, uh, it would be even better for Becky to come out on top. Make her even stronger. Yeah, I, I really want Becky to retain the title, but with all the uh, talk from the last long while of wanting a double switch uh, between them, like how Austin and Hart did at 13, mm-hmm. that this would possibly be a good opportunity to do a double switch where... Sorry for the technical difficulties during the call. Unfortunately, we did lose Gord during it. And we were right at the end of our predictions. Um, to conclude, what I was going to say was that I would hope to see uh, maybe the double switch happen and Becky retain that stone cold uh, sort of attitude that she has, and Charlotte go forward as a heel because you can never trust a Flair as a fan favorite, and they really don't get over as a fan favorite. In that regards, Charlotte can get the title, go heel. That would lead. Uh, hopefully to the projected Ronda versus Charlotte, heel versus face sort of aspect. Becky can continue being the Stone Cold uh, type character and chase the title again, and people still be behind her. People want to cheer her, so this would be the opportune time to do so. And so that's how I would like to see the Last Woman Standing match go on. So I'd like to thank you for joining Gordon and I for this quick preview and predictions for Evolution coming up in just a little while. Uh, as the time that I'm recording this, 5.30, we're just a few hours away from the first ever WWE Women's Pay-Per-View, and you can see that on the WWE Network. Right after that is, as I mentioned earlier, the House of Hardy special Halloween so with Jeremy Borash being on board and the whole Hardy clan, I hope they find the magic that 
the Hardys did over in Impact to present this, I guess, I'm going to assume a half hour Halloween special. So we'll be right back later on this evening as I put together the actual episode for this week so that we can review what's going on in the WWE and what happened at Comic-Con this week, including the Smash Wrestling Kinusa Classic 2018. So we'll talk to you later. Want to be a wrestler? The time is now to join the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory. The first class is going to graduate in October, and it's going to leave a lot of open space. Learn from one of Canada's best wrestlers and trainers around. Tyson has been wrestling since 1997 and has wrestled for Blood, Sweat, and Years, Border City Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, WWE, was part of the first Cruiserweight Classic, and one of the longest reigning champions for Smash Wrestling. Tyson just recently spent a week in Florida as a guest trainer at the WWE Performance Center. The Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory is located at 309 Exeter Road in London, Ontario, and is open every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday evening from 6 p.m. to 8.30. Find out why Tyson is one of the pillars of Smash Wrestling. The Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory teaching the new generation of hopefuls into superstars.